Bedroom Battle Pass. The Archives. Me and you, Season 2. Alright, let's kick it. Welcome to the interview section at Canberra Metalhead. You got Marky Malpas and JDK joined in the studio here with the boys from Live Evil. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm the vocalist in Live Evil, and Jason, lead guitar. Excellent. Good to have you guys in the studio. And uh, we've sort of been crossing paths with a few gigs around the around the place um, lately. I think it was New Year's Eve. I sent a, a message to Bobby and said, "Hey, look, I want to get you guys on the show and start queuing it up." So here we are, a few weeks later, and got you got you in ready to chat yeah it's cool thanks for having us yeah. yeah always good to have you on now at the top there we listened to um a dio track king of rock and roll um you guys suggested that one as you know it had um some sort of uh resonance with the band could you maybe talk a little bit more about what that has to do with you guys yeah well, we actually jason and i come up with the idea of forming live evil a long time ago like what is it uh, 11 12 years or something, yeah, something 11, like that, 12 yeah. years. and the whole concept was um we wanted to do a do show just for fun just for absolute fun shits and giggles and um yeah so do was really what got us together yep. we found the players that we needed at the time and and put it together and uh, did a show at the at the old green room which was in upstairs in philip yep and um, surprisingly enough, we got 200 people came to the show. Whoa. So we, we kind of... Um, what year the, was that? Well, that was about 12 years ago. Yo, before okay. he, Well before he died. Yeah, right. And, um, and uh, yeah, we, we just had such a good time that we decided to keep doing it. And so we did a few more DO shows and, um, you know, had a blast. Lots of fun. Lots of people came and enjoyed it. And then we sort of found ourselves in a position where... You can only do Dio so many times in Canberra. Everybody's seen the show. What should we do next? Mm. And it was sort of a pretty obvious thing to move to Maiden from there. Yep. Yeah. And Does Maiden's it... been a, an ongoing thing for us, amongst other things that we've done. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I got a phone call from Matt way back when saying, oh, I'm thinking about doing a Dio show. Yep. Do you want to play guitar for it? <laughs> and I was like, hells yes, I want to play guitar yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. Even though I didn't know at that time a, a, a big portion of his um, catalogue at all. Um, but I knew some of the key hits and whatnot, and uh, I was more excited to tell you the truth about playing guitar alongside Matt. Mm. And I'm like, "This is sweet. We're going to get to trade some licks." Yeah, and yeah. And Matt's like, "No, no. I want to focus on singing and really do Dio justice, which he does." So I'm like, "Right, I'm going to have to pull my finger out and do some practicing because there's a lot of shredding <laughs> that happens in those solos." Oh yeah. But yeah, and the Maiden thing, I think, was one of those things where, when we were talking about. I think we're onto something. That was a lot of fun, and there, were, there was. I remember there was a kid right down the front playing air guitar during um, "Don't Talk to Strangers" solo. There's yep. a big um, arpeggio run that goes up the neck, and he was there playing the whole thing. And I was like, "Holy God, that's amazing!" Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. And then um, you never walk down the street and don't see an Iron Maiden T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So it was like, that's just exactly got fans right. everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like a natural progression, I guess. Um, and you know also if you've got the vocal range as well it's, you may as well go into that if you you know have the ability and the, obviously the skills to uh, to do it justice which you guys definitely do 
Um, were you guys always called Live Evil from the start? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was there were lots of uh, lots of silly ideas for for the tribute show name. Yep. But yeah, we settled on Live Evil. It it sort of made uh, sense um, because of the the Di Sabbath album. And, yep. And um, yeah. We couldn't come up with anything that didn't sound really stupid. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's funny where sometimes... The holy divers. Yeah. <laughs> Rock and roll children. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sometimes funny where, like, the, the working track title or the working title becomes the, like, the polished edition. You're like, well, actually, yeah. we nailed it when we thought of just something random. Well, yeah. uh, you know, it's just luck, too, because later on when you do Maiden, you know, live after death, it, it kind of goes. Yep. You know, so it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those things we had to start getting posters and things out and advertising. So it really came down to a that one will do. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's a cool name and it seems to be the least cheesy out of all of them. Yep, and it's yeah, it's it's been good. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly right. So you mentioned that you um you um had a conversation about playing guitar and things like that. What were your uh, projects at the time? Were you in a band at, when when you got the call? Uh, I w- I was in a an old covers band called Piston Broke. And I was actually on my way down the coast to do a gig. Yep. Uh, and pulled over uh, when Matt called. Right. And he's like, he's like, don't worry about it, man. We'll talk later. I'm like, no, no, I want to hear it now because I, <laughs> I was, I um, you know, was looking at moving on um, from that band at the time. Yep. Because we we're just doing the same songs in the same order at the same venues, mm, you know, mm. week in week out, and it was kind of like I want to learn something new and yep. do something. Yeah. 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 Yep. I knew I needed somebody that that could actually do it, and I knew that um, Jason had the skill to to pull off the licks properly. Yep. You know, and um, I'd known him for a few years, and we got on really well. So, that's you know, awesome. he was the obvious choice um, yeah. at the time, and um, and we just had to find the rhythm section and and the keyboard player, and um, Jason sort of come through with with um, most of that with people that he knew yeah okay so that's how it all came together have you always had the same lineup or have you changed it over the years we've got a core um section really which is um duncan beard on drums he's been the drummer since the beginning yep um we've uh swapped out bass players multiple times and we currently have um brett who's you know fabulous lovely guy We've had multiple bass players, good bass players. Yep. Um, and um, we've had a few keyboard players. Oh, cool. Um, our first keyboard player was Jimmy, a good mate of Jason's. And he's he's moved um, interstate. Yep. And, um, yeah, so... Oh, and, of course, we've had Bob. Bob was sort of like a, almost like a surrogate member that we needed for to do the Maiden show. Yep. You know, but, but we didn't need him for if we did a Dio show. Yeah, you okay. know, and so he's come in and he's become a member of the band. But yep. sometimes we'll go and do something where the second guitar player isn't needed. Mm. But generally speaking, Bob Bob's you know you know tight in tight with, yeah. with us, you know, and we need him for Maiden, we need him for Judas Priest, and um, these days if we're doing a mixed metal night, which we have coming up in March, that's right, on um, the first of March, yeah, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, the basement, at the basement. Uh, yeah. You know, Bob ends up learning parts that 
keep him involved yep. anyway. So, yeah. So it's, he's it's sort cool of renewing his membership automatically, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's good. No, well, well, I've had Bob in on the show as part of Wretch, and also yep. I haven't had a chance to have Duncan in here, but like I've chatted to him a lot at the bar, yep. and you know, it seems like you've got a good core group of people there. And yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, good. Bob was the one that got the hookup on, on this just through knowing him from Wretch and, you know, seeing you guys perform all the yeah. time. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, I think I first met Bobby. He was working at Cash Converters down in Belconnen. Yeah, right. Many moons ago, and I went in and just fiddled on some guitars, and he came over and had a chat. Yep. And it was it was around that time that Matt gave me the call about the Live Evil thing. Yep. And he said, I saw this ad, and I'm joining this covers band, and it was the Piston Broke covers band. Right, okay. And so I sort of went out. We high-fived each other. He went in. Yep, yep. And then I still went along and jammed with them every so often because it was fun having somebody new there. Yeah. So every so often I'd get up and have a jam with them. Yep. And uh, and then when the Live Evil thing kicked off and we are talking about doing Maiden, he was like, I want in. Yeah, cool. Because we'd sort of spoken about the whole Judas Priest Iron Maiden thing as well. Yep, yep. So things kind of lined up pretty well. And Canberra's a small town as well. Oh, exactly. I mean, cash converters is a big part of the metal scene. How many times? Like, it's surprising the amount of the amount of people I've spoken to that have actually worked there at some point. <laughs> um, and I mean, l- let's be honest. Uh, there's probably a lot of guitars that are on stage through multiple different owners, for, like handed through <laughs> that same same yeah, place. Yeah. Um, accidental advertising for cash converters. <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> you, you, like you guys were saying, we've been doing it for a long time. You've been playing in a lot of venues. You started off in your first gig at the Green Room. What other venues have you played around town? Obviously, we know about the basement, but is there any any um, spots that you've played at recently? Uh, we do the Transit Bar. Yeah. Um, where else? Have we, we, we've done a few really big shows at the Hellenic Club. Yep. Um, you know, which is which has been different bands. Uh, different tribute shows um, how's that fill out like the van- what's the venue it's like fairly sizable uh, sort of 1100 crowd. yeah 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 between eight and eleven hundred people yeah. 800 and eleven hundred people yeah yeah we've we've done there at the hellenic club but that that's it you know we haven't gone there and done oh we have done maiden there actually we've done iron maiden at the hellenic club okay we've done Monst- monsters of rock there Remember? Yep. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah uh, but I've seen that advertising. Yeah, but we've also done, you know, more mainstream acts there, um, basically as this this core group. Yep. Live Evil, we just called it a different name. Yep. But um, we've gone up and played the Ball Face Stag. We played a few other venues in Sydney. Yeah. At ANU. ANU. Oh, that's when right, the ANU around. Bar. Yeah. We did the ANU Bar several times. Yeah. I don't know, you know. Yeah, same, just same, around the, the same, place. Same venues most of the other metal bands play, I guess. Yeah, that's oh, we cool. Did, we did, uh, just after Dio passed, we played PJ O'Reilly. Uh, PJ. PJ, PJ O'Reilly's, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. I think... Um, that's the first time I've heard a gig at PJ O'Reilly's mentioned on on the show, so there's one to add to the inventory. <laughs> uh, just keeping a catalogue of all the venues around town, I guess, so people can go out and see, see um, you know, live music. Um, and also, like, Jay was mentioned that um, he played a gig with you guys up in uh, Sydney at Ball, Ball, Ball Stag, Stag yeah. as well. Yeah. It's cool, always cool to have that crossover. I mean, me, myself, not being in a band, it's always good to have Jay, like, chime in on stuff. Like, oh, I remember playing with you guys, th- like, at this mm. venue or with, with that, with those guys or things like that. So, um, yeah, it's always good to, you know, mix it up and learn about new venues. Yeah, well, yeah, there's some. there are some good venues here in town it'd be great if there were more but you know you hear people all the time you know Canberrans don't go out and see gigs you know <laughs> and unfortunately it it's it's the case 
you know I think we get more people and bands like us and nights where the tribute nights get more people than than um, you know original hard working bands that are trying to you know be artistic and put their own thing thing yeah. out there I think you know we get more people than they do which is a bit of a shame um, I, I think it's starting to turn a little bit recently just because of the amount of um, bigger I, I f- international bands coming yeah, through coming through oh yeah well yeah. that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I noticed that a lot of the time um, bands that are supporting bigger internationals are, are getting more exposure we mentioned before um, that, that word exposure <laughs> you know it's not quite currency but it seems to be traded off as it sometimes but yeah. um it's yeah i think that some of the bigger international bands that are coming through obviously with places like the basement expanding and having a bigger capacity it opens up the gates to having at the gates <laughs> no it opens up the gates to having bigger bands come yeah. through and yeah. um and the locals getting lifted up with them a little bit but yeah you're right there was uh, there was a, f- a long time where i can remember obviously i've been working at the basement since 2012 i've watched the evolution of cover bands locals um originals and all that stuff and yeah like i said it's starting to turn a little bit at the moment and i put it down to the the bigger internationals um but yeah it's good to hear that you guys from your perspective are seeing that as well like as as far as playing covers yeah i I, i'd like to put aside the stigma of you know being in a cover band being in a tribute band yeah you know that uh not just because i'm in one (laughs) and i've been doing it for years i mean i've done original stuff too yep but um yeah it's it's just good fun you know and if people want to have nostalgia they're going to have nostalgia anyway Mm. you Mm. know they go home and put on an old record that they used to listen to in high school and they're going to get nostalgic yep Yep. you know so why should they not be able to go out and see a nostalgia based band as entertainment you know live as well yeah that's right and and i mean yep go and see an original band too and 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 delve into what's current and now and mm. what somebody's trying to put out there that is that's just as important mm-hmm. you know for yourself socially and for your own personal development and hopefully for the development of the artists that you're going to see yep but um certainly it's all entertainment and um and we have a really good time doing our entertainment you know at, we at rehearsals we just start laughing when we get there and we don't stop laughing till we leave you know, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. yeah that's awesome. always taking the piss out of one another yeah and, yeah and um and just having fun with the songs you know and, yeah and they're classic songs that that we like we love you know Moonchild, yeah, <laughs> Duncan, yeah, twenty times. Yeah. <laughs> let's do Moon, let's just play Moonchild and, nine times at this gig. And it's funny because just about like it, it could be any song, just as you get to the end of it, and somebody makes a little error or something, it's like whoa, 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 from the top, <laughs> from the top, <laughs> do it again. Duncan, yeah, <laughs> from the top, yeah. But it's uh, awesome because the um, our rehearsals are very much kind of a social event. Yep. for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Matt was saying, it's just full of laughs playing classic material and then although it hasn't been lately because uh, we haven't rehearsed so much no. over the last few months or whatever it's been but for a while extract there, the digit yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um but afterwards it's all out onto the deck the blue cheese comes out you know a beer it's just it's awesome yeah. it's yeah, like, you guys. let's get rehearsal out of the way so we can yeah, <laughs> so yeah hang out have a beer yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
That's awesome. No, I, w- I wonder if Duncan shares the same passion when it comes to Wretch. Has Bobby ever been able to weigh in on that? <laughs> Whether it's back at the start again, if there's any little slip-ups? Uh, well, the songs, <laughs> songs only last 25 seconds, so it's, it's not too bad. It's grindcore. <laughs> I don't think anybody noticed. <laughs> Maybe they play the full album if there's any mistakes, they start, start again. again. Yeah, <laughs> I reckon they probably have as much fun, though, because uh, yeah, their personalities would yeah. be different depending on which band they're rehearsing with. Yeah, yeah. I re- reckon they probably have just as much laughs. Yeah, no, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah, well, they seem like a, um, they have a lot of fun on stage, so I don't think it'd be any different when they're in the rehearsal room. Nah. Cool. Uh, These are all a bunch of super professional dudes, and you always put on a great live performance here. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, geez, yeah. Well, it's just fun, you know? Yeah. The, the more fun you have doing something, the more you want to do it. Yeah, well, you know, that you guys do justice to everything that you that you put out, you know what I mean? Like, you, you can see that you guys put a lot of time into it, and it shows... Yeah, and that, that 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 good attitude kind of that you're having fun also shows when you when you're doing a live performance you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Big, and, big, big shouts out and yeah. i think that was one of the core things when yeah. we were putting it together was all the tunes that we were picking at the time um had either massive vocals like child in time by deep purple or mm-hmm. burn or dio or bruce dickinson or whatever it was or it had this you know insane guitar solo or massive drums and everything everything was kind of like had sort of a a wow wow factor about it factor about it yeah um which also made it fun because to to stand up there for half of child in time i don't play at all um but to watch an audience sit there and do the i'm not even attempt to sing it but the all the screams in child in time go check it out if you haven't heard <laughs> yeah, yeah. it but and matt just slays it like I get, i'm getting goosebumps now thinking about it i haven't <laughs> played it for like five years or something but yeah yeah but it was just insane it was very very cool yeah. no that's good it's good to hear that you know you guys um are also a fan of each other as well you know it helps keep that mesh the, the mesh in the band all like tied together oh yeah We're, yeah we are actual fans of each other and and really good friends yep you know and i think we don't hang out either and so it's sort of there's a little bit of um um what am you know what am i trying to say where absence makes the heart grow fond. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know, so when we do get together it's a it's a real gas yeah, yeah, yeah. i know? can understand that yeah. it's sort of like you know we'll hang out as we practice like yeah. you said before yeah. you know it's like i guess if you if you guys were just hanging out without practicing then you probably um would see each other uh you wouldn't practice as much i guess because you'd be seeing each other so well, we like, haven't you... done the two of us thing so we haven't lived in each other's pockets yeah. necessarily i think the guys in wretch have a bit yeah but um oh yeah yeah but That's um yeah. we spoke to him with... after the tour actually yeah. so we got sort of like the first hand scoop on, yeah, yeah. on that yeah there was a bit there was a bit going on there <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we've done a couple of like micro tours you know a couple of micro tours up to sydney to do a few gigs in a row and stuff like that yeah. but they were just you know they're, they're blinders ex- yeah and they're they're extended rehearsals they're yeah just, they're they were just fun. rehearsals yeah, yeah. so where, where do you guys practice at is it, I mean, is it a rehearsal space or is it at someone's house? Um, we're we're kind of pretty fortunate. Duncan has a um, has a rehearsal space, and I have a rehearsal space. Yep. So we we kind of juggle it a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and just um, and do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that it works saves out. us money, and we can rehearse when it's convenient for all of us. We're not um, 
um, governed by available spaces in in rehearsal rooms, and the rehearsal mm. rooms in Canberra are good. You know, yeah, yeah, but, well, uh, we're just fortunate. We've had a like a lot of good feedback about rehearsal rooms around the place, but we've also heard that like you know, like we've said, sometimes people, um, you know, they might. Uh, not have something available for them and they can you know practice at someone's house or you mm. know wherever they can do it so i guess wherever it is they're just coming together and playing is what's the most important part just whether or not how comfortable it is whether it's like roasting hot in a small room or in an actual rehearsal area yeah yeah, yeah. it's like how many eight dollar fans can we get from kmart to make oh, this yeah, yeah. Well, our rehearsal as well particularly at duncan's place it's a sauna yeah a gorilla's in the mist by the time we walk out of there everybody well yeah. myself anyway but and the yeah. other guys but it's just head to toe yeah, yeah we, were dri- we were dripping last wednesday weren't yeah. We? yeah it makes you um th- it's sort of not just a rehearsal for playing the music but also the feeling of being on that stage under all those stage lights i guess it's like a body rehearsal it's a little bit of that but it's also you know that first beer afterwards is like oh it doesn't touch the sides right yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes it that much sweeter yeah but yeah it's 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 good fun though cool yeah yeah, so you guys, um, like you mentioned, you've got you've you've done the Do stuff and the Iron Maiden stuff. Is there any other like prospects that you guys have have been juggling up with to move you know, into? We talk about lots of things. Yeah, yeah. we've got a we've got a backlog of show and ideas register. Yep, sort of thing. We've we've spoken about doing um, classic albums, you know, Master of Puppets versus whatever it is, British yeah. Steel or yeah. uh, Rusting Peace or something, and. Um, we did the Big Four tribute show years ago. Um, ja- Jason has, a couple of times, Jason has written out the set list, right? Mm. And there's there's probably a hundred songs that we've played. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, well and truly. I think, yeah. I think there was 180 songs or 180, something. 180, was it? Yeah, yeah uh, just that we've played. Ooh. And... Um, and that they've they've consisted of Dio. Then we did a show called Aussie versus Dio. Yep. Um, and then then we went to Maiden. Yep. And then we did Maiden a few times. And then we decided we did our classic metal night, which mm-hmm. we just went, oh, what's some favourites? Yep. You know, here's some stuff that we've all that we've done already, and let's learn these mm-hmm. handful mm-hmm. and make it a classic metal night. And then we did the Big Four. Yep. So and then that, Deep Purple. And then we did Deep Purple and Judas Priest. Yep. And mm-hmm. and um, you know, and so we ended up end up with this massive list of of songs that we can do, and yep. that we've got. You know, if we oh let's do this, <laughs> so we brush that, them ones up or whatever. Yeah. But the consistent one has been Maiden. Yeah. You know, w- once we started doing that, the popularity of it allowed us to play it multiple times a year. You know, bring and do a slightly different version of it. You know, we'd go and do some Diano stuff. We'd do something really modern. You know, or we could do the entire um, Live After Death album or something like that you know but there's kind of sounds a bit um on ourselves it's kind of nothing we can't do but it's just coming up with something that that um we think is going to be enjoyed and people are going to go oh fire out that's a great idea let's go and watch that that or sounds like meshes with the set list sort of yeah, thing. yeah yeah you know yeah. have we done a sabbath a complete Sabbath one? Uh, no, we just did... Um, when we did the Aussie versus Dio. Yep. I mean, obviously, when we did Dio, we did a, a couple did, of yeah, Sabbath, Sabbath songs, songs or Heaven yeah. and Hell songs and That's whatnot. right. And when we did Aussie versus Dio, we chose some... Yeah, we chose half a dozen... Aussie Sabbath. And, yeah, and, and then mixed them all up as the encore. Yeah. So that people got a taste and just sort of alternated them, which was very cool. Like the song Heaven and Hell. Man, I love that song. Even yeah. even now, 10 yeah. years later, it's like... It's great it's fun killer. to play, yeah. yeah. 
So I think we've got a lot, like Jason said, we've got a lot of ideas on the back burner that we'd like to do. One of the ones that sticks in my mind was a night of wine and cheese. Yeah. And that, that, <laughs> I thought, was it, was it, Bob came up with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wine and cheese. Mm-hmm. And so that was wine. Wine was, was, um, Dave Mustaine, right? And the cheese was hair metal. Yeah. So we do Megadeth and hair metal, wine and cheese. Yeah. But um, we've we've never really got that one off the ground. But yeah. there, oh, there, was, there was another one. What was the other one? There was another one that was um, was it um, new wave of British heavy metal or yeah. um, you know UK versus US yeah, metal okay. bands yeah yeah so yeah that sort of stuff classic material that that's good yeah. so the wine and cheese thing that that just says Bob all over yeah, it, man does, like yeah. that's a, like the the ideas that dude has is like when he was in was talking about the uh, the doom metal band they created which is using Duncan snoring on recording <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know there was <laughs> I'm not surprised by the wine and cheese idea after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very Bob. Yeah, yeah. Um, on your Bobby. Yeah, and all the your little dark. <laughs> <laughs> Drink another cider. <laughs> your greens voter. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, getting some of that um that vocal action there through some of the voices, <laughs> um, just a, just a taste of what the vocal range is possible with with you, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> there we go exclusive we um so we spoke earlier about some upcoming gigs you guys have got one at the basement in march when was the date for that the first first, first, first? of march yep okay and what was the show for the um it was a, a mixed middle night yep so we've we were approached by a lovely couple that I, I uh, met each other at one of our shows years ago okay uh and they're getting married if i remember correctly um, and asked us to put on a show for the, for a birthday for for a birthday yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're going to have guests uh, their own guests were going to come along as well so tickets should be up in the next few days in the next week or so um, but yeah that's what kicked that one off we cool. called that one dealer's choice so um, they've given us sort of a rough idea of what they wanted and and it's our from our extensive back catalogue of of material yep and. Um, and we've just sort of chosen a cool list and we've chosen some new songs. Um, all of us put our heads together and sort of threw some fresh ones in the in the mix that mm. we haven't played before. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's something to look out for then. We've yeah. got, got some some uh, little bit of a tease on some new, new stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Well, one other thing that I th- think we may as well talk about, you brought in um, your son's band on the CD here just as a, as a side note. Um I thought you just might like that for a local show or, you know, local music show. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Oh, well, a little bit of spruik there. I mean, just as a side note, um, how long's um, how long's that been running for? Um, They've got a CD, so, I mean, that's a... That's a well, that, that's his solo project. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a solo project. Okay. He, that's about 18 months old. Yeah. And um, it, it was something that he wanted to do. Um, and I said to him, well, mate, if you write the material, we'll record it. So he wrote all the material, and uh, we, um, I took him out to um, Infidel out in Queanbeyan. Yep. And um, Duncan Lowe out there recorded it for him, and he played all the instruments, and it's, it's uh, sort of proggy, doomy, uh, noise-inspired. You know, he listens to stuff like Hannah Tarash and... Mers Bow and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> awesome. and um, and um, Cathedral and yeah, yeah. But but also he's a huge Steve Vai fan, so there's 
proggy and prog stuff on it and stuff like that so awesome yeah Sick. and um i suppose i have to open my mouth <laughs> steve Vai is actually on it on the cd oh yeah Jesus. steve Vai plays a solo on on the last track whoa okay yeah. all right so you'll have to have a listen to it later and see if you want to use it in one of your other shows yeah. yep so saxon davis yeah cool yeah. all right well um look i might even open the show with that one like you know have something uh, local to expose yeah cool well to play <laughs> it's it's available at land speed that album awesome yeah and utopia yeah excellent yeah that that that's awesome a good little spruik there just for the um for, for that and it's good to hear that it's um up and coming yeah he's uh, in a, he's actually in another band called rip salvation yep which uh playing at um the uh the the untapped festival on the 9th of february uh, excellent yeah so that been following them on social media for a little while yeah sorry about that no no <laughs> <laughs> that's good, good man good kids yep it's good to see next gen yeah cool all right well um we uh we mentioned before we couldn't have uh bobby or duncan in the studio this time and maybe another time we'll be able to get them back but in lieu of them not being here we figured we may as well close out the show with a wretch song yeah that's a great idea um just so that we can kind of feel like we're going to have them in here with us yeah um do you guys have any preference of any do you have a, have an idea of a wretch song i've got um i've got their albums here but that one that was banned yeah That's yeah we, we spoke about that one on the <laughs> yeah. show when they came in yeah so we'll, we'll chuck that one on after um and to close out the interviews but um <laughs> definitely definitely put that one on just to uh feel like we're yeah we've got duncan and bobby in here with us kind of spiritually yeah they're always deep in my heart <laughs> you know i love you <laughs> Awesome. All right, well, th thanks very much for coming in and uh, speaking a little bit more about Live Evil. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys on the 1st of March at the basement. No worries. It was great to be in here. And um, I'd just like to say one thing. Thanks to all the people that continuously come and come to our shows and support support us and have a good time. So, you know, it's 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 an honour and a privilege. And no, but I, I <laughs> no, but I mean it. I re we really are thankful um, yep. that we can continue to have a lot of fun, and a lot of other people come and have a lot of fun with us. You know, so it's a cool thing, cool thing to be involved with. Yeah, very cool. Thanks very much for having us as well. Yeah, it You're was welcome, fun. Yeah. yeah, and and thanks for calling me twelve years ago to say <laughs> no worries, <laughs> buddy. Play guitar. <laughs> oh well, I needed somebody that could actually do it, and somebody actually liked. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just scraped above the line. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> well, through lack of other choice, I got the call. No way, no way. Uh, Jason's the gun guitar player. It's, <laughs> yep. it's fantastic to be playing with him. Perfect. All right. Well, like I said, thanks for coming in on the show, and um, yeah, thanks for all, all the music so far that you've you've brought to the um, to the scene. And um, yeah, I'm sure the I'm sure all the fans are twice as appreciative um, to be able to hear a little bit more about you guys behind the scenes. Cool. Cheers. Cool. All the best. Hi, I'm Matt from Live Evil, and you're listening to Canberra Metalheads on. Yucca, yucca, bam! <laughs>